Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Underground Radio! The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this, other fine geek programming, and the reptilian conspiracy, visit (laughs) nerdyshow.com. Nerdy Show! Welcome to another fine episode of Nerdy Show, the weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Doug. I'm Boar. Hey, I'm Brandon. In this episode, I think we're actually going to be, we've, we've kind of gone over the notes. It looks like we're going to be pretty slanted in the video game category. So brace yourself, strap on your power glove, get yourself nice and comfortable. <laughs> Glad you said power glove. I was thinking something else. <laughs> Put your strap on on and uh, get ready for some video game talk. I want you to just get, to, you know, get your bad dragon dildo your, out of storage. Put your VR helmet on. on. Was it? No power glove, no love, right? Put your VR <laughs> helmet on, load up your hentai program. And Sit put on, on it and let's go. <laughs> yeah, get your human beans ready. I want you to climb on up of the, your, your, your porcelain throne, crack open a copy of Buy Your Way to Cool, and just get ready to rock. <laughs> put that squatty potty to crack Crack open that digital PDF. <laughs> <laughs> crack it right open. I want you to take to take, take your tablet your across your knee or your Kindle. <laughs> right. Listen, there's a good reason that why, the why are we way to cool. in a southern accent because it's left over from underground radio. <laughs> yeah, we're not offending anybody. There's yes, a good reason that the buy your way to cool book is in PDF format, and that is because there's extra profit, and that's part of being cool. Mm, no printing uh, costs. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I print them out. But for, and it's but, eco-friendly, and that's pretty cool. Look, before, we, before cool we kick it off, you, do you guys remember Ninja Turtles 2? Vaguely. Yeah. Do you remember oh, the, the traditional pre-fight donut? Obviously. Oh, yes. The tra- yeah, pr- the traditional pre-fight, pre-fight donut. donut. Okay, yeah, okay yeah. So, so Brandon and I, were, we're, having, we're having a night on the town last night. And uh, you decided to have a fight, and we we, we beat each other <laughs> up in an alleyway. But before, um, behind a popular karaoke uh, dive bar called Big Daddy's, and then when we stumbled bloody into the first open door that we saw, and found ourselves in a place called Ostromboli's. Yeah, and and we were thinking, oh, okay, it well, sounds like a commercial. Maybe, maybe we'll put some steak against our faces. It, it sounds, it's you know what, it's it sounds like a commercial, but miraculously, it's not a commercial. Okay, Nothing. but 
but we we found something that was so. That's what a commercial would want you to. Think. I know, I know. It's okay. it's a hard sell here, but like, but trust me, this small local business has no money to spare on us. Um, not even when it comes to free food, which this is not. But <laughs> damn it! <laughs> but Brandon, I just wanted to share something with you because it's one of the most remarkable things we've ever put inside of our mouths. And unfortunately, okay. you can't see this like at home. It's like a little tiny audio. We're gonna describe it to you, and that's gonna be a little I'll, bit. I'll of leave the describing to you. This is a tiny pizza box that we're gonna open here. <laughs> Oh, okay. These, and inside are face hugger eggs. Okay. Um, well, not literally. These are these are like these look like mini calzones. They look a di- little yeah, different than the last nothing ones. Nothing like calzones. Like prolapsed little anuses. Tiny. Yeah, they little, look looks basically bit. like like yeah. like yeah, like almost a, like little like a pig uh, sock. Uh, pastry calzone pasta roses, like petals. Yeah, they're, like, they're definitely flower like rosebuds. I'm, I'm gonna eat one. They are yeah. called right, pizza rolera, but without the yeah. Italian accent. And we, we, when we saw this on the menu, we thought, oh, is it like, like you don't know what you're gonna get? It's a pizza with anything on it. And turns they, out she told us it was a pizza roll, and we're like, okay, well, we love pizza rolls. Pizza what? What did you say? Pizza roletta. 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 Which I don't know if that's right, a real I'm gonna, word. I'm, this is for real. This is this is a real thing, by the way. But this isn't a joke. I'm gonna. It's, <laughs> it looks like it looks like a little cinnamon bun, but filled. With cheese and, not and uh, like savory, it's dusted yeah. with spices, but it's, it's the spices cheese are not and cinnamon and sugar. Yep. So, uh, so we just we just wanted to share that with you guys because uh, it it impressed our mouths last night, mm. and uh, I think mm. you really uh, you really built it up, and now I'm not. Well, well, yeah, I think I'm you overhyped it a little. I'm not impressed bit. that much. You're really good. What are you bit. talking about? Did you just not get any cheese in yours or something? These are really good. <laughs> It should be overflowing <laughs> with cheese. It's not overflowing with cheese. It's very acceptable. I think they overcooked these. I mean, it is possible that it's because we got them fresh out of the oven last night. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We just wanted to just wanted to if share this, something with our friends. If this was fresh out of the if this was fresh out of the oven, I can see how this would be very tasty. It tastes like a croissant donut filled with cheese when they're fresh. But these are really. I'm still finishing it. This is good. Brandon, could you pass me one? They're too far away. Right. Anyway, uh, Brandon, why don't you tell us what what's the game you're you're going to talk to us about today? Um, if I'm pronouncing it right, which I'm not sure if I am, uh, near autom- automata or automata, I would say near near a tomato. <laughs> okay, which is the farming. They, they don't ever say that word in the game. No. Okay, that's just nope. a, okay. Sure. There's a reason for the name. I'm sure. There's more than one game. Am Get I, to am, it. Am I, am I talking about this game now? <laughs> no. Oh, yes. I, don't, I don't have anything to add. Jack just said, tell us about <laughs> Sorry, the game. Sorry, I was eating a pizza roll. All right, so I've been having these severe bouts of depression lately. So I was all like, you know what I need right now? I need a new video game that doesn't suck or just something that'll lift my spirits. So I heard about this game near Automata or autom- Automata, whatever. Automata. Automata. Well, because you say automaton, you say but it's Automata. I don't know. Yeah, near. Okay. If that's even how you say it. And I was like... They don't even say that? They, no. They don't say any of the words in the title. In the the game. Oh my game. God, get to the game. I'm already <laughs> bored by this game. The point <laughs> is that I saw the, I looked at a bunch of screenshots and it looked like there was a bunch of robots that were made in the 1800s, like made out of iron and cogs and steam and shit. And I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And they're being fought by a girl with a blindfold wearing a French maid outfit. And I was like, this is exactly the kind of game that I want right now. An uplifting JRPG that I haven't played in a, in a, in a long time. So I bought the game and I was fucking blown away there is no is it a jrpg or is it more like a brawler like it looked like more like an action no game it's a jrpg um but really yeah it's not turn-based no i mean it's not it's yeah it's like a hack and slash jrpg it's like most open world games are now there's still rpgs but you run around and hack and slash things. And they're not turn-based ps4 it's for ps4 and 
Microsoft Windows, <laughs> but yeah. not Xbox. Yeah, no. Weird. Even though all the other games are, because there's five other games. There are uh, four thought, other games. I thought I've never heard of this. Exactly. Whole open world RPG thing was more of a an American RPG thing, and then maybe they adapted. Well, Final it. So wouldn't it be in a Japanese American RPG or no? No. Nope. Okay. But basically, um, I I wanted to play this game because I thought, you know, most JRPGs have this sort of uplifting thing in it where it's like, oh, we're going to bond together and use the power of friendship and love to overcome, like, evil, and this game isn't like that. I thought most JRPGs were, like, had super depressing moments. Uh, well, this entire game is one super depressing moment of, uh, basically, there's an underlying theme of what's the point of life and existence and why even bother playing this video game? You should probably kill yourself. Okay. So that's... It makes the game. I, I picked the wrong game to cheer myself up, but it was a friggin' amazing game straight from the first scene. Um, and I just want to talk a little bit about this. I'll just get to the generic story real quick because it starts off generic. Um, these aliens came hundreds of years ago, dropped off a shit ton of robots that looked like they couldn't do anything, and they wiped out humanity. And humanity, like the whatever's left, lives on the moon. Okay. Made a, made some androids, which is you. You are one of them, and okay. then you go to the Earth to try to take it back. And you've been doing this for like hundreds of years. And there's four other games. There's a first near game, which takes place thousands of years like before this. And then the Drakengard series apparently is before this. Which so this is a whole series? Apparently. Who makes this stuff? Um, well, Square Enix produced it. Platinum Games made the new one. They're the ones who made Bayonetta. Who um, made it originally? Was that Square? I don't. Well, yeah, they, they definitely produced it. I don't know uh-huh. which company. It might be a defunct company right now. But basically the gameplay, which I did, I thought it would just be like a hack and slash with JRPG RPG elements. It's a mixture of... Open world fighting, uh, bullet hell, and side-scrolling platforming. And it goes between like all three of these really seamlessly. So you'll be like huh. fighting in 3D and then run up a side of a building and it'll turn sideways into a side-scroller and then hmm. change into like tons of projectiles and bullet hell while you're flying in a ship and things like seamlessly. Hmm. Um, one of my favorite things about the game though is the music. It has this crazy like dynamic music, at least I think it's dynamic, where every single song has eight different versions about um including an 8-bit version but i'll i don't want to get into that because that's almost spoiler territory for reasons i can't explain um so it's weird because like if you go to a new area the music might start off all kind of somber and slow and then as you fight more enemies and get through it like more instruments are added to the same song and then it'll pick up and be a faster beat and it'll do that several different times so as the areas get more and more intense the music Mm raises an intensity so it really sets the tone and and just makes the vibe way better and there's even vocal versions of every song too uh for the slow parts and the fast parts i don't know how it decides when to use which it might just be when you get to a certain part of an area Mm. but that is my favorite fucking part so there's literally eight versions of every song um there's also a 26 endings (laughs) 20 there's a there's an ending for every letter of the alphabet um uh, how, apparently, how different are each ending i don't know there are bad endings and good endings you just get to the end and you're like pick a letter that's the thing <laughs> like, no there's there's a lot of different endings and you have to get a few of them you actually have to in order to get like the good ending it's a type of game that you want to play several a few times even though every time you play it it's slightly different is it based on choices you make or the or how how yes. fast you go or there, what? okay so there are some good and bad endings with with cinematics that are based on your choices but there are also a bunch of just wonky bullshit endings like uh, this game doesn't have a lot of barriers, so um, in certain instances, uh, there are invisible wall barriers. But like when there's like a major fight and you're like, you have to go this way to like save someone or do something, mm-hmm. you can just turn around and like be like, nope, and walk away. And then 
the game will end and the credits will roll and it'll be basically say like everyone died because you abandoned them you were never heard from again and humanity is wiped out now and that's mm-hmm. like an ending and I'm like mm-hmm. oh okay whatever and there's a bunch of those um but the director of this game a guy named yoko taro is a fucking troll and i say that because he is known to just fuck with the players in almost a Hideo Kojima kind of way. Mm-hmm. In one of his older games, he he purposely put a locked door in the game. And it was like, it seemed as though you could get a key and unlock this door. But he did that on purpose. And there was actually, he made it so you couldn't get in the door ever. And people were just... So it was just a door texture on a wall. No, you could click on it. Fake doors! Yeah. Come on down! No, it was an actual thing you could click on. Like, in a video game where you would click on an, something, you'd be like, right, well, you can't you come would, back. You can like, interact with this, but like, it's not Like, you know, actually, you'll come back later. It's a door to nowhere. And yeah, there was actually, yeah. they literally made it so you couldn't ever get in it to mm. fuck with people. Mm. And he does that in this game, too. Um, some of the, I don't know if, if all of you remember this, but some of the game seems a lot like the fight scene in Metal Gear Solid with Psycho Mantis, Mm -hmm. sometimes you're not quite sure what is real and what isn't and if it's supposed to happen or not. And I I really like that. And he's put, there's a whole, there's like a secret door in every area that I, I, that is locked and there's a machine in front of it telling you like, you can't get inside this door no matter what you do. And even if you did, you would be slaughtered instantly. And it's like, it's not worth your time. Don't worry about it. But now I'm going to kill myself and you get whatever items I have. Yeah, okay. and and literally, I as soon as that happened, I looked up online, and nobody's figured out how to get in these doors, and they all think the director is just trolling you. Right. So there's like eight or nine of these doors throughout the game that you can't get in for no reason except that the director is a dick. What's well, world building? And just just <laughs> to um, explain how kind of crazy this game is and the tone for it, I have to go through sort of one of the endings, but without spoiling it. So one of the endings, one of the ways to get the good endings, there, there's um basically there's a really really tough battle that happens. And, you know, I can't beat it. I die. And then it says, you want to try again? Yes, whatever. Can't beat it again. It's just like pops up. It's like, well, you're not really good at this. Do you want to try again or something? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, gonna try. I'm like, no, yeah, and I'm going to try it again. And then after a while, I start saying things like, um, isn't this game kind of pointless? <laughs> like, isn't the world, doesn't the world have no meaning? Are you sure you want to continue? And, <laughs> and after a while, there's just weird messages appearing in the back of the screen from people from other countries, like Japan and Zimbabwe. And yeah, and I'm just like, what the hell is going real on? Real messages from real people? Yes, yes, these are actual player messages. And so... Like you, like you can type your own message and send it to somebody? At some point... Oh, I didn't know what was going on at this right, point. Right. So apparently, it, eventually it asks you, like, do you wish to accept the help of, like, complete strangers? And I was like, yes. And so all these people that sent messages, like, they could join me as, like, not in real time, but as bots. And so they right. helped me. They gave me enough power. And there was a bunch of us... Just to do this final battle and actually beat it. And here's where the thing gets really fucked up. At the end, it's like, basically, like, how did it feel to be helped and, like, overcome this thing you couldn't do by yourself? I'm like, great. It's like, would you be willing to do the same for someone else? And I was like, sure. It's like, how much would you be willing to do to save someone's life? I was like, I I don't know. This is a video game, so I'll just be like... Everything. Yeah. And and so it's like, would you be willing to sacrifice your save data in order to help someone the same way that you were just helped? (laughs) And I was like, what? I was like, I just clicked on yes. And then it's like, are you sure? If you do this, we will wipe your save data, but you will also save someone in the same way that you were just helped. I was like, no, wait, hold on. I got to look this up online. I was like, (laughs) I looked it up online. It literally deletes your entire save data. Wow. And everyone who helped me in that battle, they went through that. They clicked yes. Wow. And 
had to delete their save you're date. You're a coward. I don't know how you're supposed to get that ending without someone deleting their save date in the first place to help you because it's too hard. Yeah. It's far. I mean, maybe someone could do it. So the first person to play this game and beat it never got that ending. I don't know. Yeah. I think a bunch of people would have to have, like, I don't know how someone have done it. Maybe yeah. they set it up so there's always maybe a few bots that aren't real. Maybe, but, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I also thought, well, can't you just back up your save data to USB and reload it after it? I mean, I think so. You should, there's no problem with that. I've never messed around with that, so I have no idea. You're I've done look, it with other games me, where you can. I'm, I'm more the PC yeah. guy, not the console guy. And, and, you, and you have It'd to be do that up if you did that. Like you, oh my god, I got to save. You put it back in, and it's just like, what do you think you're doing? Delete. <laughs> it's just like immediately. That like, no. is the type of game that this might right. Right. be. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm gonna wait till I'm completely done with this game before I even fucking attempt it. Because if you're a hundred percent completionist, you actually can't get one of the trophies without doing that, without yeah. deleting your save data. Yeah. And I looked it up, and he did this in one of his other games, too. Uh, one of his other, I think the first Nier game, there was also, like, a save data deletion ending. Wow. So, hmm. yeah, it's a really kind of messed up, but really cool and fun game. I, I couldn't put the game down for two days, hmm. and it, I was on the edge of my seat. And every time you thought maybe the story would veer into a traditional JRPG where it's like, oh, the power of love and friendship to defeat everything, it just completely veered away I was from told that. that game is pretty... Like relatively short, you can finish it, is, it in it like is. six or seven hours or I, something. Well, no, I mean, it took me twenty or something, twenty the twenty hours the first time. But here's the thing: when you think you've beaten it, really, it just then changes to another character and another perspective. Mm. It, like I don't want to get too much into it, but when you think you've beaten it, you really haven't. And then when you think you've beaten it again, you're really only halfway through the actual. Story. I mean, Brandon, from what you've told me before, you're downplaying. I mean, you don't. It's not you're playing as another character with completely different moves right i mean like it's totally yeah different and game. that happens several times um so it's it's really there's actually a lot of replay value this, and, this sounds yeah. either like really awesome or incredibly frustrating no it's really awesome <laughs> yeah. here's why it's yeah. awesome though because like, most oh, i played ride and fuck i want to be snake oh oh wait i'm changing characters maybe i'll be snake this time Oh, another riding. Great. There's a there's a reason for it. And some of it's during the same events that happen. So you get to see because when the first run through, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. You're like, why did that scene just happen? Why did that character say that? But mm -hmm. then you played again during the same events with another character. You're like, oh, shit. Now I know the, how this whole uh, thing I hope was it doesn't up. feel as cheap as Devil May Cry 4. I don't know if you played that. I haven't. I haven't played him since the first Because Devil May Cry 4, you go through the entire game. And then right at, after you beat the, like, the last guy, you switch to a different character like you go from nero to dante and then all of a sudden you're you're you have to fight backwards to the beginning of the game <laughs> and then what it's really weird it's like because that. you are just you're in this new character you don't know uh, know how to control him and you're at the end of the game i was like, gonna say if you're playing devil <laughs> they, i mean they scale for story things, i mean they scale things up. appropriately but uh, no it's it's not like i that. think they did that so they didn't have to uh develop more levels Probably, yeah. I mean, you, you know, end up you fighting the same bosses in that game like five or six times, like the same identical bosses, all of them. Um, it's well, ridiculous. the the thing I love about this game is that even though it's called an, it's like an open world RPG, it's not really that open. Like the area is not that big. It's kind of like when you play Zelda Zelda Ocarina of Time. There's a main central area, and then there's an area linked on. You know, like, there's well, a bunch of the choices points. you can make make up for. That, and that's the thing. Know? I didn't want to play a massive open world game right now, like. a friggin fallout or even horizons uh, zero dawn i didn't or the play mass effect or whatever yeah because there's just you get to a point where there's like a hundred icons on the map and you do all the side quests and then you start getting bored and then you're so overpowered that the main story is like whatever i can beat anything mm -hmm. this game doesn't really do that there are side quests there's a bunch scattered around but it's not to that degree the game is sort of like streamlined and gets to the fucking point which is exactly what i wanted to play right now um mm -hmm. so you know if you're if you're a jrpg fan you really need to play this game i think it's amazing 
That's, yeah. that's my review. I mean, that's, it's not. It's not graphically <laughs> impressive. It's not going to be as impressive as most open world games. But it, like I said, it gets to the fucking point, and it's really good. And it does uh, does a Sounds lot of cool things like that a lot of games unique, don't do. Like very, it, uh, it really is. It does a lot of cool things that it it's not afraid to fuck with the players, right? And yeah, which I'm, which totally I can with. appreciate, but I am not a very big JRPG kind of guy. You may or may not like it. You hey, might not like. Speaking it. of JRPGs, if you want a turn-based JRPG, which, I've been I, I, even less. I've been playing, Do they still make those? I've been playing Persona Five, which oh, is turn-based. a turn-based uh, JRPG, and uh, I I picked it up like I didn't even know that it came out pretty much, except for somebody started talking about it and i was like oh okay i'll look into that and i watched a couple of review videos and they were reviewing it like almost as good as legend of zelda like the new one they were giving it like 9.7 9.8 stuff like that saying like oh this is like the greatest jrpg ever yeah near got the same friggin reviews like the masterpiece and i was like well okay yeah so i was like well man i haven't played a good turn-based jrpg for like a really long time i'll go ahead and pick this up it sounds great and uh I've I've really liked it so far. It's got like a really amazing art style to it. It's like super stylized and it goes back and forth between like 3D to anime to like sort of like a 2D overlay that kind of looks like a comic book. What do you mean to anime? Like there's like shorts? No, there's like there's straight up just the cutscenes are anime. Oh, okay, cool. Like high def anime. It's pretty awesome. Um, But (sighs) the pacing of the game is a little bit awkward because the first three hours or so are basically the intro slash tutorial yes it's yeah, one of those i, I can't do that any, <laughs> I, I can't do it anymore I want, three hours huh yeah i that's why final fantasy 15 was great because you just start the game i can't handle three hours of intro and tutorials anymore i mean I in zelda I can't I, do it. In hold on. They, they trick you into it, it i played like the first three hours of final fantasy 15 and that was a shit ton of tutorial you just start <laughs> playing after five minutes you start playing you start pushing a fucking car it's like you didn't. You, but, that's the, but that's the whole intro. That's not playing the game. That's no. learning to play the game. That's well, not, you never push a car again, so you don't really yeah, learn this, anything. First of all, well, hold on. I gotta back up <laughs> I'm even sorry, fucking further. I'm sorry, boy. You put the you put the disc in the PlayStation, and it's like installing. While this happens, fight an endless horde of little goblins. Ah, oh, fuck. Fine. So I'm learning how to fight by yeah, fighting this just, endless that's horde. Just so that's, that's that's 25 fucking minutes of my life gone right there. <laughs> Wait, then, what? What are you even talking about now? The in, installing Final Fantasy. 15 when you put it in the playstation it's just like installing updates it does let you just fight random enemies while it's oh, installing i didn't yeah. i didn't experience that for some reason but you don't need well, to do you that. played it straight up there may not have been a patch released for it yet i didn't play i it think for that like, it's because i'm so used to just popping a disc in and then walking away <laughs> oh well i well I, I sat down to play because i was it was a, a it was a borrowed uh game uh, so i was just like ah fuck well i may as well just i got you know i got nothing to do so i may as well just I oh had, whoa it yeah gave me i the had option. absolutely no idea well, you're lucky you let you do that because near let me install the game and then i played the entire first area and when i got to yeah. the end it said game not fully installed yet and i had to shut the game off and do it all over again there was well, no either, way to wait so either way you did that for final fantasy 15 yeah. and then you start the game and it's like these cutscenes. i'm like oh, okay whatever fine i'm, I'm expecting cutscenes. i don't you know whatever <laughs> but then it's like all right pushing the car pushing the car pushing <laughs> in the car doing the quest go kill a fucking rat it's like okay oh you did so good now your quest is to go to that next dot and talk to that person like i know how this fucking works fine god damn it it's just this went on for like two hours until finally like the real game got started once you know the capital city got started getting bombed and then it's like okay this oh, is where the spoilers. story begins no, yeah. i haven't even gotten there yet yeah it's yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah there you that's go. the beginning of the what? game you're still in the tutorial cap you just don't even know it yet well i, mean, I didn't the, know the, it either the reality is zelda came out and yeah <laughs> okay boris so we're talking so So anyway persona 5 uh during that like three hours they do let you play a little bit 
but it feels very much like on rails. Like you keep being like, all right, oh God, I get it. When are you going to let me go? When are you going to let me do stuff? Oh man, how many more mechanics do you have to explain? Because there's, there's a shitload of mechanics in this. There's, uh, there's confidants that you have to like talk to. So you have to maintain relationships with people to increase your stats. Oh, like the golden girls theme. It's kind of like that. <laughs> Cause you know, you're a pal and a confidant. Yeah, I didn't Thank find any pals yet. Friend. But but one thing that I thought was kind of funny is when Brandon was talking about how this game that he was playing doesn't have the power of friendship as as one of the things that helps you overcome everything. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, Persona uh, 5 uh, is pals. totally all about the power of friendship to help you overcome pals. things. Should we trade confidence? We should trade we should trade games when you're done. We'll both although that seems like a game that's gonna be like a hundred hours. Oh, easily. Yeah, I read I, I read some people being like hundred and ten hours in. And do you then, still have the patience for turn based combat? I, do. I don't know if I do anymore. I <laughs> let me put it like this: I'm I'm about uh, I think twelve hours into it, and so I'm the not beginning. I'm not even finished with the first dungeon, and uh, I actually kind of fucked up because what what happens is you have uh, to start over. <laughs> I do kind of have to start over. <laughs> oh jeez! Uh, not not all the way though, but uh, what what happens in this game is you are a student and you get accused of a crime and. Basically, you were trying to stop some dude from raping and or kidnapping a woman and you get thrown in jail instead because you knocked the guy on the ground and he was some some sort of important person. No, this is all based in Japan. Um, But apparently in Japan, there's some sort of a stigma that whenever you get accused of a crime, they pretty much treat you like you did, like you were convicted even if you weren't. Yeah. Yeah, So the game, you're on probation, you get sent to live with somebody and uh, pretty much you get sucked into this supernatural world where you unlock your you unlock hidden your potential magic. Yes. Wishes. OK, <laughs> th- that, that's what I was going for. You unlock oh, really the hidden potential of your persona, which is pretty much this thing that oh, comes out of your it. head to fight for you. Oh, neat. Isn't this game um, about like demons in hell, though? Uh, Aren't they usually? No, no it's okay. more about the demons that live within you. Uh, is is probably the best way to put it. And the dungeon that that I'm stuck in is the volleyball coach in, in your <laughs> in your high school that you go to is a lecherous asshole who abuses his volleyball students in various physical and or sexual ways. And he's pretty much terrorizing the high school in and sort of like on the lowdown. And uh, teachers won't say anything because he's like the star volleyball coach <laughs> and parents coach. won't say anything because game sounds weird. I don't know. I thought my game was weird. That game sounds weird. <laughs> so obviously the way to solve the problem and get rid of this guy is to invade his mind with your personas and go over into some sort of alternate reality where the high school turns into a mind palace for this place. So it's like you're, you're the dungeons like in his head. So this is the dungeons in this his is, head, but it's God. based loosely on the school. Yeah. This is a JRPG based on The Cell, the Jennifer Lopez movie. Ooh, kind of. That's pretty cool. Okay. It's kind of like that. Okay. You just know, got, I just got way more interested. I was going to say, <laughs> it's say it's calling, like calling The Cell the Jennifer Lopez movie is doing a great <laughs> disservice to The Cell and the director, Tarzan. Just, no, I'm just saying, that's how Tarzan? people would know it. Tarzan. It's a music Ta- that's what I said, record. Tarzan. That's just how people would recognize it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, remember that scene where the horse gets chopped off in a bunch of pieces? Are you talking He's about the Godfather? Up? Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> but um, the the actual combat itself is is pretty interesting. But I brought a track. Cap, would you mind playing that? Oh yeah, of course. But of course, the Persona track. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, oh, we got music. We, we, uh, we do. Well, we're it. just gonna kind of play it in the background while I continue to talk about uh, about this game. And uh, Doug, can you dim the lights a little bit? Just like okay, <laughs> so the combat is normal, sort of turn-based combat. Uh, you've got your little guy that you can summon, and he does huge damage. There's, uh, you've got guns for some reason, so you God, can just I feel pull like guns out and shoot right them. Now. And this song plays through the entire time you fight. This lyrical song just plays on repeat until you finish a battle. <laughs> and when you're in a dungeon, battles happen like every five steps. Does the song repeat every like from oh, the beginning? Oh, it starts at the beginning every time you. Oh, oh, you mean you mean like like this? Yeah. Well, yep. Yep. Oh every time, God. every time you get in a battle, it's this. I mean, doesn't every turn-based game do that? Yeah, but it's a little bit more excusable when one, it doesn't have such a loud opening fanfare, and two, there isn't English lyrics. Oh, is it? Eng- oh, well, oh, they I always hear, do I that. Hear the lyrics. They always do like English. <laughs> yeah, skip, like, a, skip a little bit further. It'll into be like it. Konnichiwa, my heart to you, and then it'll go back to oh, Japanese. No one hears your cries. Had an accident and no one hears your cries. You'll never see it coming. What does that have to do with the battle? You'll never see it coming? It, it doesn't have much to do with the battle. This, like, should, this should only it's be... It's just you get, sort like, of a, like a really generic, uh, I'm kicking your ass, I'm better than you type of song. I feel like this song should only happen uh, when you get that, surprise The fact they only have one song for a battle is... Absurd, yeah. and it's only this one song with lyrics. Oh, you don't uh, actually know that because you're only twelve hours into the game. It might change later. <laughs> I'm only twelve hours. You're into only the in the first dungeon. No, it, it might... really is. It really is. Some of the YouTube comments are like, <laughs> there are people going, "Oh, I love this song," and somebody else is like, well, "I hope you love it because you're going to be hearing it <laughs> over and over and over and over again." Uh, yeah. yeah, with lyrics like this. Why, just a picosecond ago, clear blue skies, but now lightning struck your last resolve. It's not an accident that no one hears your cries, as your last strength seems to dissolve. You'll never see it coming. You'll see that my mind is too fast for eyes. You're done in. By the time it's hit you, your last surprise. Does, does no one like get a translator to it's, see if this makes sense to the English audience? They don't audience? care. It's about, I mean, it's it's about a, the feeling. You know, it, it, it's, it's some very. I gotta say, the phonetics are really nice. The meaning, mm, yeah, not there. But yeah, it, yeah. I think there's only one song in English in near. Uh, I, I have a theory it. on why they do this, and and that's because. Do oh, tell us the theory. Oh God! It started <laughs> over again. Uh, my theory is that. If you could imagine this being Japanese lyrics, it wouldn't be as annoying, would it? No, because, because now I can you understand, can't understand yeah. them and focus yeah. on them. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that's since this is a Japanese game originally, and they didn't change the music it's in English. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think it. based on what you told me, I'm going to be playing this ever. <laughs> but Ben, I mean, like my what, game has but, mostly French music, like mostly French lyrics. That I can't understand. <laughs> I like that part. It should just be that part on repeat. Just yeah, but it, but it happens like every couple of minutes <laughs> or seconds. <laughs> if I can song. get Cap, see, see, if I can get Cap really recording like four covers of this where he's just beatboxing and then we just lay it on I, top, 
Then that would have a variation of Tempe Fox. Can we make Can we make a video game where every time a, a turn-based battle appears, uh, it's just like Gregor- Gregorian monk chants? Oh, is it like Dark Souls or something? Oh, that would be good. Now, uh, <laughs> I will say, I, when playing Final Fantasy XV, I got so sick of that music, especially driving in the car. I just you can change on the station to other shit music. <laughs> you can put it on shuffle. <laughs> It's all music from other video games. You can put it on shuffle. Yeah, all music from other Final Fantasy games. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VI. Come it's just on, like, great. It's super fucking slow piano. Well, at least like... it's slow piano music and it's not lyrical. Wait, but it's I not... have yes, had this yes. problem before. How is Cap, it slow piano I, I gave, music? I gave Cap another song. This is a song from Blue Dragon, which is another JRPG. That game's. I, I like that game. It's an awesome game, no, but this awesome. is the boss battle music. And boss battles can last 20 to 30 minutes. So you'll hear this song. Three minutes and 52 seconds. (laughs) On repeat. So you'll hear it maybe 10 times for like one really long boss fight. Let's hear what it sounds like when it loops. here's Here's the very end of it. Yeah. It's kicking solo. Here we go. Okay. And then. Yeah, it just kind of. <laughs> oh, it, it really does that. It's a little bit more seamless because they crossfade into it in the game. But wow! yeah, after you hear this about five times in a loop, you start want to want to kill yourself. Is this in English but, too? Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. is. This is English. Run yeah. for the hills. Wait, who, fuck, who fucking sings this? This sounds. I, I don't know. This sounds like some classic heavy metal lyricism right there. Uh, the music isn't bad, but they it's... Got, they got I'm drunk. I'm pretty sure it's Nobuo Uematsu. <laughs> it's got the same problem that uh, that the, the other one had, is that it's got lyrics, and yeah. you can you can hear them too well. Didn't the Black Mage just okay, do the soundtrack the, 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 the point I was going to say is that when I when I was sick of all the music in Final Fantasy XV, I'm like, dude, I'm just not digging the, the tone of the music and everything. I changed their costumes to be more of like the, the, the punky kind of whatever, and I changed, uh, I turned off the music for Final Fantasy XV and just played Spotify, and I had that mix of like really bad... I wanted to bring that dude, up. That was my next point, Cap. Really go ahead and bad, cut like, the music. Yeah, really, I did really early like 90s, like Ace of Bass and like all these other like club 90s mixes, and... I was fucking laughing my ass off. Like all the one hit wonders of early nineties. That's with these with these with these pop punk look they look like a boy band. <laughs> that's the beauty around. of these new systems. Is you can do that on Persona Five. Yes. And I have done that as of like last night. I finally it just I got so sick of that battle theme. Uh-huh. That I would, I put on a Spotify station, and luckily, when you put on a Spotify station, it replaces all of the music in the game. Wait, did they build that in, or just 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 happens? When PlayStation you do that? Four does yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I feel like Dude, there's something wrong I'm, with I'm your not, game. I'm not you even that. kidding when I say my Final Fantasy 15 experience. Tripled its enjoyment. How do you as soon not as like I did that. other Final Fantasy songs? If I don't like, like other Final I Fantasy have that, games, they're not all like, slow. Like I didn't have that problem with up. Final Fantasy 15 because it, it, it wasn't like oh oh my ears ow. It was just like dude, this is putting me to sleep. Like it just was not. Oh. It was not that's, that's valid, mirroring. I guess it was not mirroring the action that I was doing. Like, I like that because I know when I'm driving in a car for an hour, I'm like, this is really relaxing music, <laughs> folks. I want to say something real quick. Yeah. That Blue Dragon track, that was Ian Gillen from Deep Purple. What? Are you kidding yeah! me? What? Nobody's no! gonna drive my car. <laughs> what, what's, what's Deep Purple? A band. A band. I don't know Wait, who that is. Uh, they're in Smoke rock on band. the water. 
really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> was that an Uematsu song too? That, that would I mean, surprise me. It's got to be right. He did. The did whole, he I did thought the he score. did the soundtrack. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. did, did yeah. They sing hush like hush, hush. Thought I heard a call of my name. I don't know. Well, I don't know. They're pretty old band. They're from the. 70s yeah like the 60s They're anyway from like the late uh, 60s. I, i've been complaining about persona 5 quite a bit here but i, I have been having things. a lot of fun with it except for the point where there is uh so at, at a certain point that that dungeon with the the bad volleyball coach guy that you have to <laughs> you have to get rid of him by stealing his heart and making him confess his crimes is is the goal uh but you have to do this before a board meeting where he's going to have you guys expelled are you timed there's there's Dude, a there's want, a calendar in I'm the game. I'm not playing this game if Four, you're fucking you need, time. You need to make a deep purple playlist on Spotify. Oh, oh by <laughs> the way, play the shit out of this game. Uh, Doug, they, they do they do perform hush. <laughs> nice. <They are. laughs> no, you have to. You have to. <laughs> so anyway, there's a calendar in the game and if you don't have like the dungeon beat by a certain time, you lose game over completely. Wait, like you, how and do that, you reload your save game even if you're like that, not anywhere that near? That happened to me, and I tried to reload my save game, but I didn't realize I was already on that path to not being able. Like no to, matter what you did, yeah, like no matter what I did, I couldn't have gone faster and, and fuck this it game. No, what if you're like fifty hours in so, your dungeon? But after you lose, then they send you back one week. So they roll you back. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> so they roll you back a week, which. Sounds like a lot, and and it's it's probably like eighty percent of the dungeon. I have to go back through. Does your progress, like levels and experience, roll back too? Yes. Oh, absolutely. That. Everything ro- rolled back. I went from like being a level twelve to like a level. What six. if you did twenty side quests in that week, and then went to the dungeon and had to fail? Well, eh, this game's a little different in that side quests are sort of um, they're not like, like that timed. So like you can only do a certain amount of things each day. Like you can do one thing uh, after school. Mask. One thing in the evening, and then you have to sleep, and then you go to school, and then you can do another thing. Sounds like a dating simulator. It feels kind of like a dating <laughs> simulator, except for without the dating. But the date is with Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm, I'm never going to play that's, Sona. That's so not far from Yeah, I'm not playing I'm not, This game sounds goddamn frustrating. That's the opposite of what and I want to like, play right And now. it's like you date yourself in real life, too, because you just go home. And it, you just, it's uh, frustrating as shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I think I'm going to endure it and finish the game, though. What if you get to the end and you just keep getting rolled back by a week? Uh, I, I'm I'm going to learn to... I learned this time to watch the calendar. There's got to be an item. That and I actually understand out. what's going on with the calendar because on the calendar, it said I had to have the dungeon beat by this date. And I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't realize that you had to go beat the dungeon, come out, and then have to do like two days worth of shit before you could go back in and actually finish the dungeon. So I wasn't managing my time hmm. properly. I feel like they didn't explain how to manage your time properly. <laughs> you need a time management program. And after, after that this. huge tutorial, yeah, you have to have an, three hours. You have to have an in-game don't. app. No. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, your, your there assistant. is in-game apps. <laughs> There's an in-game calendar yeah, no, app oh and everything. I need a game that I can just jump right into, and that is not what I need right now at all. <laughs> well, if it if it makes you feel better it about won't. about trying it for the first three hours or so, you don't have to actually think much. It's mostly I like mean, watching a watching a movie. Well, I got a game that I was playing that you could totally jump right into, but I think you probably already played it because it's older. I haven't. Um, I probably whatever have. you're saying. It was uh, because I saw the trailer for Shadow of War. I decided to play Shadow of Mordor because I had it and I hadn't played it yet. I okay, haven't well, either. Actually, well, let's let's no. talk about this. Okay, Shadow of Mordor is a game that I know lots of people love, and it's Lord of the Rings based. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything else about it. A lot of good well, ratings. So, what's Shadow of War? Shadow of War is the sequel that was just announced recently. Okay. 
And um, I was gonna say, is that like a knockoff? Like no, 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 off no. brand. No, Mordor no, was telling me about it earlier. You've heard about Shadows of Mordor. How about the unlicensed Shadows of War? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the sequel. It's the direct sequel. No, I played a lot of the first game, and it's it's great. How, how yeah. far into it did you get? I beat it. Oh yeah. Okay, so you got further than me because I put it down at some point because I got really pissed. What off. happens yeah. in the end? I now, did you? I just want to ask. Uh-huh. Did you ever at a point like you have to go and fight these war? Yes. Or captains yes. or whatever. Yes. And then have you ever beheaded one? Yes. And then had that same captain walk up and be like, oh, thought you got rid of me. No. Did you? And I'd heard that that was a problem. That's just a glitch, right? That's just a glitch because what? Because there's different ways you can kill. Here's, here's the thing, right? You have finishing moves. And you do if you do a finishing move on an orc in the middle of the open fields or whatever, he'll like maybe cut him in the neck and he'll knock him down or he'll stab him really bad or, and then he falls down. But if you pin the orc up against the wall, if you're fighting him and the orc's back is against the wall and he can't like dodge and you do that finishing move, then you cut his head so clean So it's kind of hard to finish off these enemies. Well, no, because a lot, dude, like nine times out of ten, you, f- you finish off one of these orc chiefs. Even if you just stab him through the gut, they'll never come back. But one out of ten times, you stab him through the gut. So in other words, his head didn't come it's off. It's some one that was yeah, too vital just, to the story that you can't well, really Well, no, no, kill. no. It's random. It's not even vital to the story. Oh, I thought it was just because... No, no. There's random ones. Like, they, they fucking come back randomly. Like, I, the, the orcs that did come back for me, not the same orcs that would come back for you. And they're not on, like, specific missions. It all just is random depending on how you killed them. Uh, what their weaknesses were and so see on and so i got on so really on. emotionally involved with killing this one orc captain oh yeah i'm sure yeah because yeah, yeah. because he was killing me just repeatedly yes yes so yeah. i wanted to beat the living shit out of that yeah. guy and and i finally did and this uh, is the guy where back. it happened you cut his head I off i cut his head off oh, it was rolling on no. the ground yeah he walked up to his own head and what? was like oh you thought you got rid of me did ya are you, sure was this, are you sure it was the same it guy? It was the same guy. Was he headless? No. Well, then no. he's not the same guy. It's just then then you got, then I'm, I'm sorry that you had that. I'd heard that was a glitch that had happened before. And thankfully, maybe. Because, I don't know. Maybe, well, here's the thing. maybe they patched it and I need to give it another try. That's the thing. Because, dude, I played Game of the Year Edition and it had a couple patches, but I installed it. So I didn't have any any problems like that. What kind of, by the way, because mm-hmm. I've never played for what yeah. style of gameplay is this? It's kind like of, Assassin's it's, Creed it's kind of opens open world. It has elements of Assassin's Creed. Um, it's third person sort of slasher, okay. uh, but there's stealth elements too. It depends on how you want to play. It's I was surprised at how oh, it's a open. you want to play type game where you could do yeah. stealthy, but it's really not as fun. But you, well, no, in this case it could be fun because here's the thing, right? <laughs> it the, could be the the premise, of, the basic premise of the game is you were um a, a mortal man who was on the wall. You fought for Gondor, uh, but something happened where you had to go to the wall, kind of like um, Game of Thrones for like as punishment. You have to go stand on the wall that's facing Mordor. And we don't know that Sauron's coming back. This is before the movies and books take place. And uh, you're on guarding the wall of Mordor and you're sort of living your life there, but you're allowed to have a family and kids. It's just, you know, kind of not the greatest place out there, but it, you're, you're doing <laughs> your job. Anyway, um, unbeknownst to you, Sauron is coming back. And he sends out like his, his what he calls like the black hand, and they're like the they're not the Nazgul ring wraiths, but they're you know they're the big badass guys, and um they they storm the gate where you are because they're taking back all these fortresses, and they kill you, and when they kill you and your wife and your son, they do it in this like bloodletting ceremony. It's really fucking creepy. It's like it's like it's like members of pinheads group out of hellraiser and uh centibites. Doing, centibites thank you thank you i, was, I couldn't think, think of the word and as they're doing this which i would also maybe say is a perfect alternate name for the pizza roulette because they're sinful when you bite into them <laughs> oh god but I, so i will also okay. want to say 
The first one I had, I thought to myself, you know what? These are exponentially better when they're fresh out the oven. But then I had the second one, and I was like, still good. So it's fine. It's fine. Just I so think I, it'd be, I'd I be more impressed. It's roulette-like yes. in that in that it's way. Real, okay, there you go. Yeah, I think we need to try them in their ultimate form. I think. That's, yeah. yeah, I think that's the problem. Um. So anyway, th- this is the opening like cinematic of, of the game, right? The tutorial is like maybe six minutes long <laughs> i gotta say anyway so <laughs> it's, like, it's um, only six minutes ago, yeah so anyway so they 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 slice your throat and you're dying and he's like calabrimbrar come to me give me your power and then you get like uh sam raimi f you know first person view of the spirit swirling around but it goes past that weird demon guy who was trying to summon him and goes into your body so <laughs> was now he, like flicking the guy off the whole time like how oh, you thought you're getting me screw you uh that's kind of is what happened where it's just like because he's because anyway so the spirit of this of this long dead elf from like thousands of years ago is in your body and he's like listen and, and all of a sudden you find yourself alive in the rain and everything and you're like what what's happened to me and he's just like i've i've brought you back from the brink of death because with you i'm gonna make things right and you're like well who are you and he goes i don't remember i've been wandering whatever and they want me for my power and you're just like what the fuck so it becomes this buddy buddy cop story in, in in except for they share a body except they share a body so like oh, it's so like, a body cop film yeah it's a body yeah. cop it's a buddy oh, body cop film great. it's like you ever see that movie um, all of me with steve martin uh, no but i've seen cop and a half that movie's great this is not cop and a half um so it's like the steve martin movie all of me with elite tomlin where they're both in the same body and uh except now you're trying to solve this problem and um, you find out Celebrimbor, uh, you find out what his history is. Are you is. making that up or is that a real name? That's his name. Celebrimbor. It's Celebrimbor, Celebrimbor. I believe it's Celebrimbor. Anyway, so anyway, so important shit happens. You find out who he is and why that's a really big deal. And you can, because you are dead, the game mechanic of you can't die. So every time an orc kills you, it kills you. But then Celebrimbor takes your body and just brings you back to like one of these safe But doesn't points, that negate any sort of like tension in the game if you can't die or is there some consequence oh, I mean, for dying? a lot there's, of games a, you can no there is a consequence save points and yeah games, no. but the but, but the thing yeah the consequence of dying is that the orc that kills you even if it's a nameless orc so let's just say a nameless orc kills you, you get swarmed to like 30 orcs and you're just ah fuck i can't keep up and a nameless orc just stabs you in the back and you die and then he's just like oh i killed the grave walker looks like i'm gonna be promoted and it cuts to the map of all the enemies that you have on your like this chart of all these enemies and that no-name orc gets a title gets a promotion and his level meter goes and he's like and he gets armor thrown on him so they get like stronger if you fail yes that sounds really cool and then it's you're like fuck i'm gonna get that son of a bitch yeah the whole thing is about infiltrating orc society and so you have like uh why are the orcs always the bad guys in every game their organizational chart that you have to like cut down yeah huh. anyway so you so you do these side quests where you rescue slaves because they'll take human slaves and you have to free them and everything and you build up you build up you get you unlock these new powers that Celebrimbor will remember oh i can do this thing and then like he gives you that power and really cool stuff eventually you get to a point where you can uh uh you'll grab an orc and you you can interrogate them for their knowledge because Celebrimbor, his spirit will like he'll he'll grab him by the head and he's like open your mind and you dive into his brain and you can see who his bosses are and then you can reveal them on the map and figure out like how to strike back at sauron and shit well that hmm. sounds like a weird 21st century spin on i guess it was still in the 21st century but the punisher game the amazing punisher game for i never Xbox. played that um but but anyway so anyway the point being you eventually get to a point where you when you grab someone instead of killing them and torture them for information you can brand them and they will then work for you and suddenly you can start to build your literal own orc army that is loyal to you and send them to go fight and take down other war chiefs. Yeah, and, and shit. they'll pretty much go back and just pretend like they're not under yeah. your control. And they too. and they'll they'll pretend like they're not under control. And then whenever you want, you hit a button on the D pad and you'd be like, 
now uh, you know, it's time. Now it's time. Do now it. it's time. And they all fucking go, yes. And they just start killing their buddies around them. Like or zug not. zug. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so um, it was a little <laughs> bit. Dabu. It got a little. <laughs> I, I was afraid it would get a little bit repetitive, but um, I'm, I'm, I like Lord of the Rings, and I feel like that it was giving me a lot of backstory and lore that just isn't in the books. And oh, shit. there's a lot. Like yeah. The origin of the ring. Did it actually yeah. make? Did it actually make this stuff up, or is this canon that was originally written? I think somewhere? some. Dude, I don't know. I, I think a lot I of it is made right, up. If I remember right, I think that they they drew a lot of inspiration out of the Cimmerillion. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of that. Certain things are mixed like into for it, sure, yeah. But they definitely embellish. They, like they 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 took where there was information, like Celebrimbor and like his kind of story. They have like that's like legit straight out of it or whatever. But then like these other side things, like these people, the humans who live to the south of Mordor that you never really hear about. Yeah. Like you find out about them, and then like Mordor has an area that's kind of green by the by like this beach, and you're like, what the fuck? There's like an area of Mordor where there's trees, and it's like, yeah, the orcs hate it here, but this is where they grow the bread that feeds the orcs. Plus, like, there must oh, be shit. They that's have, right. They yeah. eat too. Like where they get their food. They also have here. paper. There must be trees. Exactly. So it's like there's <laughs> there's but there's things like that where you're like, oh shit, I never even thought about. And they really like grog too. Yeah. Yeah, and it just shows you how they make all this stuff. Anyway, so it was. Um, I, I finished that, and it was very satisfying. And it got to because I saw the trailer for the second one, and I'm like, how the fuck are they gonna make a second Damn one? Damn it! Out of- now I want to play it again. But I if you finish I mean, it, you know, if, finish if, it. When you finish it, it leaves it off at a point where you feel satisfied for playing the game. It's not a cliffhanger, and you're like, oh damn! If they ever made a sequel to this. I could see how the upgrade would be supremely badass. Well, doesn't the I, sequel take place way later? No, the sequel. I'm not about way later, but it does take place after. Like after, after the first. Uh, no, no, no. Before Lord of the Rings happens, hmm. this definitely takes place before the Frodo and and uh, and the Ring and everything like that. Huh? Because what I heard an hour ago from Bor, <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> is that the plot of the new game is basically your, um, I think, possessed again i don't know if you're the same character but by the blacksmith of the guy the person who actually made the ring yeah that's kelebrimbor Kel- is the elf who was tricked into making the one ring of oh so he, he's you that is again yeah. in the second game but yeah make, he's, he's, maybe he's, later he's, on yeah he's in your body and he's just like i know who i am now holy shit i have to make up for this because i've fucking doomed middle earth so he so you and him together are like trying to make no right one else happen. in all those years could make another cool ring well th- dude <laughs> spoiler alert it's not a spoiler because they say it in the second in the trailer for the second game you end you end the game and killer brimbor is like you know he's in your body and he's just like okay uh well we just killed other important people it's time to go after the 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 big bad guy himself sauron and you're like well what do we do and he's like it's time to make a new ring and you're like oh fuck because he's because the whole time he's a ring maker he made the rings of power he made the oh, one so ring through them all so he's like i'm gonna make a new fucking ring and it's gonna be Oh, and this is not ring. in any of the books or anything. That's no, that is not in any of the books. This is your this is your story. The Are way- they just doing this so they can make another movie about the new One Ring? No, no, no. Because <laughs> this is the story. You are playing. You are playing the story. You are going to get that fucking One Ring, and you're going to make an army that can match Sauron and fight against. And it's going to be an RTS game. That'd be a, a real shit bit. move if or they just bit. made a whole game it's, to set up a the movie. Second, the second game looks like <laughs> I mean, an, it looks like a real time strategy game where you are on the ground and just like fucking an unstoppable. And wait, they changed the gameplay. No, it's the same, but like you can command armies and shit. It's hard to explain. Uh, I feel like the gameplay trailer, you'll see what I'm talking about. Because you're a blacksmith, I thought it would be really cool if you were actually trying to build a forge and just getting materials to upgrade weapons and armor. And you're actually (laughs) making, like, you're just just supplying the weapons for the army. 
And the second game, you start making your own armor. You, you finally get the mithril, and then your army starts yeah, kicking ass. Yeah, that's what happens. So the second oh, game is taking, taking everything about that and expanding upon it. So I'm like, huh. whoa, I am way more excited for that second game, knowing what the first game was and how the second game is expanding. And I, I, did, I didn't think I'd be as interested in it as I I feel was. like I'm going to play that game way way before I play Persona 5. I'll do it. I'll let you <laughs> Dude, I will. That sounds like a game I could probably sit down in a couple afternoons and beat. You could. You could. Yeah. You totally could. Especially if you just go straight storyline, because I did all these side quests, got super OP and then see that's kill the I, I, i'm kind of sick of that at this point getting overpowered and then i can't enjoy the yeah story. just dude, just play the storyline it'll be great and i'll do i'll loan you but a then copy. i won't get that really cool fucking sword they should uh, make a mod for and that's the shadow dude, of mordor where the persona 5 do? theme starts up every time you get in a fight with orcs. <laughs> well, here's the other thing so when you're playing shadow of mordor you get you have like a sword and a dagger these these things or whatever if you do these side missions you start upgrading your sword because you know how like sting is like feared among orcs like ah oh, that's even whatever. though it's like tiny like a pencil yeah. yeah or but and then like uh like narsil's like that blade was broken they like each weapon your weapon has like an, an a legend to it or in like a name you yeah. start building a legend of each of your weapons if you start doing i hope it's quests. randomized like diablo 3 like, well the you, sword you start, of lightning they'll, they'll like they'll like the idea is like they're supposed to recognize your sword if you do enough of the sword quest missions or whatever oh, cool. and uh you get like these elven engravings on there which give it different powers where and you can like, like kind of customize it and that's yes, the new game coming com- out no that's the current one dude you can like you can add these shadow elven things yes and oh. you can like cool. add engravings to your sword customize it remove an engraving can you make it one? so it glows whenever there's an orc nearby no that's lame oh, i mean yes. or i mean you could use no, your eyes you got and one, see all the orcs got, right in front you of got, you you can do one where it's like you get a hit streak of like 10 in a row and it will start to cat the, the blade will catch fire and burn enemies as you cut them uh there's but can all, you light every, a torch with it you can take an arrow and fire the arrow and it can be a flaming Ooh. arrow and if you shoot a fire like they're all sitting around a campfire if you hit it with that it'll explode the f- campfire taking out like 20 i used orcs. to be adventure till i took an arrow to the knee anyway i will let i'll let you borrow it because it is a fun one and you can <laughs> finish it so reference. fast if you want <laughs> i caught it <laughs> never gets old just kidding <laughs> all right all right all right we got to give shout out to the awesome people what are you, matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right all right we gotta give shout out to the awesome people who make nerdy show possible not just this show but all the shows on the nerdy show network all, them all, lot, 30, lot out there. all 37 of them there are over a hundred people, and they are giving us over a thousand dollars collectively because they are amazing. No, I meant the shows. There's like thirty-seven shows. It's not thirty-seven shows. There's like twelve. I don't know. There's a bunch that aren't like <laughs> hiatus. I don't know. There's there's a lot of shows, but there's only a few that are on at any given time. The kind there's cycles in a week. Yeah. Anyway, we got a new patron. Bor, who's this new patron? Our new patron's name is Seth Lipton. Welcome, Thanks, Seth. Seth. And uh, you can so on Patreon nerdy patreon.com slash nerdy show you can give it one dollar you can get early releases of episodes and a bunch of backlog bonus content five dollars or more and you get all kinds of new content including there's been a lot of outtakes from stuff there's outtakes from our um uh richard kelly uh interview episode not the interview itself we left all that in but lots of like extra bonus chat between mike rothman from consequence of sound and i um and just hours and hours of different content behind the scenes on some of our our biggest productions exclusive episodes as well and more and more and more and more but if uh you just want to give to us by casually shopping at amazon you can do that too you can also mail cash and send it straight to the mailbox well you can you can digitally big wads you can do one time donations nerdyshow.com slash support has all the ways you can we only us, accept two dollar bills and one dollar gold coins if you're sending physical currency. <laughs> I mean, that is that is true, actually. Um, but uh, if you shop on Amazon via our affiliate links, anything you buy 
or anything someone else buys if you trick them into doing it or, or have them do it willingly. <laughs> Bookmark it on their computer. Uh, it gives back to us. For example, Dizdon Bates did, uh, did exactly that. And oh, he tricked hey. somebody? Well, this no, he didn't trick somebody. This but, is what he wrote. But he took someone else's thing through our link and now it benefits us. You want me to read this? Yes, That's what I have. This source. He says uh, he bought the book uh, and movie called uh, Last Living Confederate Widow for my wife, who wants to use it for her students as an example of Civil War individuals uh, outside the textbook. Whatever out of that 12 bucks plus shipping is with love. Thank you, Dizdon. Thank you. Thank you. Every, every penny, every singular penny counts and keeps the lights on. Does. The gas lights that we have. <laughs> <laughs> and the candles that we have just in case. Now, I, mi- I mentioned one-time donations. There was a one-time donation we got a while back, but Doug, it's actually been a while since you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Long enough that this has been collecting cobwebs, and we've, we've read this before, but I just wanted to bring it up just because like it, your mom. it pertains specifically oh, to you. Okay. Brianna Bennett gave us a donation specifically for Ghostbusters Resurrection, Ooh. the Ghostbusters role-playing show that you game master. She says, $1 to you for each episode of the first season of Ghostbusters Resurrection. Oh, shit. Listening through the second season, so far, Tailwind Terror is my favorite episode, hoping one day Agent Ortiz will be in it. Mm. So what do you what do you say, Doug? Will Agent Ortiz from the IDW Ghostbusters comic make an appearance in well, Ghostbusters Resurrection somehow? Um, not likely in season three. Because <laughs> um, but no, but in all seriousness, I think like the if we if we make it to season four, that is highly probable oh wow highly probable so uh support support ghostbusters resurrection check it out if you've never listened to it it's one of our well it's one of my favorite shows and one of our our biggest shows if you it's one of my favorite shows too what a coincidence <laughs> I, i'm gonna start tomorrow i'm gonna start listening to it tomorrow <laughs> we, we uh we just put out a an, a an episode like just a few days ago kind of off schedule um a a microsode topic um requested by dr talos and that was the, the topic was science fantasy and um, we we brought with us Matt Matt Wilson, who's a uh, an author of many books about supervillains, and also the uh, the author of the forthcoming comic Everything Will Be Okay, which is currently in its last days of Kickstarter. We'll link to it on this episode's page if you want to check that out. Um, but Doctor Talos, who requested that episode, wrote in and said, "Oh wow! Once again, the Nerdy Show crew knocked this one out the park. I listened to this right away when the Patreon notice came through." And absolutely loved it. By the way, even if you can't support us on Patreon, you can actually follow us on Patreon and any public updates you'll get, kind of like a newsletter. So give that a whirl. Not only did you reference a number of franchises that I'm a huge fan of, you delivered the Nerdy Show Goods, diverse perspective on nerdy properties with things I'd never heard of and implications I had not figured. I had never considered Masters of the Universe to be my earliest science fantasy influence as well, but it probably was. Watched it from before age four. All hosts did a great job. Brian's input was insightful and offered me things to explore. Jess had me thinking in unexpected ways. Matt was very entertaining, enough to convince me to back his Kickstarter. And Cap did a great job leading the show. Ooh, Thank you, Dr. Talos. Glowing review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a it was a fun microsode to record. So uh, check it out if you haven't heard it yet. And uh, we do have we do have a uh, a tier on Patreon that allows for you to have a monthly shout out. Whatever you want can change all the time. But Jeffrey McSorley he has a reoccurring shout out, and that is actually for the benefit of Nerdy Show because he's super duper generous. It's on what? a sheet of paper right One, there. One, two, three, and not Doug, it. I would like you to yeah. read it. <clears throat> I think I've done it three times, so it's Doug's turn. Yeah, you have read a lot, haven't you? Why? Well, no, I've read that specific one that he's done. Okay. Do you have old shirts? 
Shirts that are nerdy but have holes in them yes. or simply are too stretched out from wearing them over the last one, or two, mo- or even five years? Moths. Fifteen years. Yeah. Well, boy, howdy, do I have a suggestion for you. Listening. Toss out your old crummy clothes or donate to a thrift store and replace them with genuine nerdy show t-shirts. Sounds like a lot of money. Yeah, you heard me right. You, too, can replace your faded Mario and Game of Thrones Game of Thrones tees with the likes of your favorite Nerdy Show Network. Oh, your favorite Nerdy Show Network show. That's even more specific. <laughs> show your support for Nerdy Show to your friends or just get a Picathor and astound all around you with its glory. And don't forget, they even come in kid sizes. Yes, even the Friday Night Fan Fiction ones. So go ahead, eliminate the ragged shirts of yesteryear and replace your wardrobe with all the shirts that Nerdy Show has to offer. Just follow the links at nerdyshow.com slash nerdy store pike yeah. thor hey you, didn't, didn't, didn't recently and i don't Pike-a-thor. remember but i feel like i gave you a bunch of my old uh video game shirts you did yeah and they're literally 20 years old they're amazing did, so I, did like, I give you the mario brothers sweater that doesn't fit me anymore you did yeah yeah i mean if, if you uh, yeah. if uh, I, was about to I, had, I had the star fox one that i won from like uh, when Star Fox or Super Nintendo came out, there was like a thing you could play at either Toys R Us or Target. Dude, I'm fucking. I won a bunch of shirts. I'm so fucking old. I was like about to name several games that I thought were 20 years old, but they're really like 30 or 40 years old. Mario I'm like, oh, what? like Contra. Oh, like Pac Man. <laughs> like, there's 40 year old games that you could name. Did you say Pac Man? Yeah, like Pac Man predates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, besides that one, yeah, like Space Invaders or uh, Moonwalker. Fucking, uh, no, Moonwalker's not 40 years old. Um, Moon jumper. <laughs> no, the one, where you're, the one where you're the Jeep on the moon. I forget what it's called. And you can shoot up and straight. Not the Michael Jackson game. Moon jumper? You know what I'm talking about. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyhow, Ski free anyhow, the shirt. A, a, quick, a quick, <laughs> quick note about the shirts. We should make that. Should As make of that. this episode's recording, Amazon, just says, Ski free. Amazon <laughs> has done a stupid, stupid thing. Uh-oh. And you will find that most of our shirts are presently unavailable because they switched from American Apparel to a different brand. What? And, and, wah, the, wah. and uh, in doing so, instead of having an a t- instantaneous transfer, for some reason, it's taken weeks. So, what? Uh, why yeah. they? What brand is it? American I, Apparel makes the best shirts. They do. It's something comparable. I don't American know. American Apparel went it. bankrupt, though. They like went off the stock market and everything. What? But I still they're go to their troubles. store and buy things. They only they're the, some of the only places that still fit. They, they must have gone private. They must like they. Really you know what it is? Down. It's because their shirts are made in America, and since everyone that's more I don't expensive. Think their shirts are made. These new shirts they are, they are, are made are, in China. They are actually yeah. They know that they're they're made in the new shirts that Amazon switched to are like Chinese. All right, didn't want to say disparaging word but damn that's uh, why they went out of business because making things in america actually well, isn't profitable honestly the, the 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 history of american apparel is a sordid and fascinating tale which we shall not get into but it you can look it up <laughs> and you will be like you'll be like wow that guy who used to own them was crazy uh, went back to the nazis and racism it was anyway crazy. <laughs> anyway so add those shirts to your wish list you can pick them up and hey if you just want to spend some money at the nerdy store we got stickers for nerdy show put a put a nerdy show sticker on your car what are you waiting for or on your crotch doritos we got comic books we got dice bags all kinds of stuff anyway back to other things this coming week this week actually i will be at star wars celebration along with matt spill from state of the empire and some other folks you might know like folks from sci-fi spill's gonna be here yep oh man star wars celebration brandon you try and stop him Uh, no not gonna. You can enjoy that. Shortly after that, I will be on an episode of Earth's Mightiest Podcast, specifically their X-Men show, talking about recent X-Men books and also Lightning Dogs. And uh, in in the coming months, in May, I'll be in Moogfest, and June, I'll be in Heroes Con, and in July, I'll be at San Diego Comic Con. And then in August, you'll be able to play Zelda again. And in August, I'll be in a coffin. 
Yep. <laughs> I, I <laughs> certainly hope not. <laughs> Covered in nerdy show stickers. <laughs> really cool. Okay. So neural neural networks. Am I right? Of course just, I am. Man, that was a good segue. <laughs> there, it, it was. It was bad on purpose. <laughs> so thanks for breaking that. <laughs> um, there's there's a a Tumblr that we were directed to on the uh, on the Nerdy Show Lounge, which is a, a special place for Nerdy Show fans and hosts to hang out um, via Patreon. A, uh, a a a Tumblr by someone called Disexplications. And uh, they, they made a post not so very long ago. It said a couple years ago, someone attempted to make a list of every video game ever made and put it into a 6.5 megabyte flat file. Like any sensible person, I used it to train a recurrent neural network. And through this, they generated a bunch of names for things that don't exist. Uh, ga- Specifically game- video games, right? Yeah, video game titles. The titles, the year they came out, who made them, and what platform they were for so these like multi- <laughs> multiverse games yeah they're like Basically. multiverse games <laughs> like gunman and shit all right i'm, I'm so far i'm really confused as to what the point of this is but. uh to 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 make me non-stop laugh because these things are incredible for example you can't even read for it example, dank dragon <laughs> <laughs> dank dragon all a right two, a 2004 game by konami <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and the plat the platform is VIC twenty, which must be an ancient system. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. So it's oh. taking words from random games and matching them. Yeah, it, it's taking the logic of game titles and restructuring them into alternatives on that format. You, when you there's actually four separate lists of this stuff, and uh, you'll see uh, <laughs> you'll see certain concepts sort of repeat because of how often they appear in like actual video games. Yeah, we'll read us another. Uh, <laughs> dick of the king <laughs> what where does fucking dick come from I don't like, know I'm sure that, that sounds like a Disney game that's a 2007 Activision title <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spongebob Street Revolution <laughs> what that, that actually sounds fucking amazing that's a uh, 2012 uh, from by Telltale and it's for iOS and it's, a, <laughs> and it's an FPS I can see that being a real game that sounds really cool. Though. I think that that one's just fortune telling. Yeah, no, it's only a matter of um, time. That you know, this might be sort of a relation to the uh, the phenomenon of the um, bootleg Bart Simpson or the bootleg games of the early 1980s. Black Mario. <laughs> it's just that, it's Black literally Mario. called Black Mario. Black Mario. Where does it even get that? 1983, what? made by Soft Size for uh, Linux and Unix. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure that game does exist somewhere. King of Death 2, The Search of the Dog Space. Wait, wait, the Search wait, of the what? What? The Dog Space. The Search the search of King the Dog of Space. King of Death 2, The Search of the Dog Space? Yeah. All right. 2010 for Windows. King of Death sounds like a Capcom. great fucking game. And King of Death 2 <laughs> sounds epic as hell. You know, there's a lot of sports games. So many sports games that, in fact, one of the names it generated was simply Golf. <laughs> <laughs> I played that. Yeah, I played that before. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's nothing quite compared to what I assume was the follow-up. 1985's Deep golf. <laughs> deep golf. Wow. My ball's going deep. Deep golf. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get in that hole. Uh, do you guys remember the first Resident Evil game? Yeah. It yeah, had, it's called it, Resident Evil. It had special um, novelty uh, glasses, like the, you know, how they had for the, the Master System. No. Though This was admittedly for uh, the Amstrad CPC. I'm not even sure what that is. But uh, 1984, a little game came out. You might have heard of Resident Evil 3D Void Edition. 
<laughs> no. Is it 3D Void Edition? Wow. Resident Evil 3D Void Edition. And and who could forget? Who could forget my favorite point and click adventure of the mid nineties, the Apple of the Conspiracy. <laughs> Is that the title of <laughs> yeah. The Apple of the Conspiracy? These all sound like games I would probably play at least for five minutes. Wow. Or or the to the point simulator. <laughs> simulator. How great would it be? Is has anyone made a game that's a simulator of a simulator? Like it's a simulator simulator. Uh there's like game dev yeah. sim. Simulator. 1989 Spiggy <laughs> for the ZX Spectrum. What the, <laughs> the ZX Spectrum sounds like something on the space shuttle. Um, it's like you open up the box for that game and it's just a mirror and you're like, oh fuck, we're in a simulation. It just you just stare at it for 20 minutes and you're just like, this is what legit. do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my life? Do you guys life? remember Konami's uh, brief attempt to cash in on the success of the Tycoon franchise? No. Um, oh, like Rollercoaster <laughs> Tycoon. my memory. Yeah. Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. Uh, 2000's Mutant Tycoon. <laughs> Mutant Tycoon. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. That's the mobile app for Lightning Dogs. <laughs> well, they, they released it for Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what year? Uh, 2000. Wait. Okay. I was like, if it was like 2015, but for Game Boy Color, I'm like, that's pretty cool of them. But... <laughs> Oh man! Also, uh, who could forget Alien Pro Basketball? <laughs> Alien Pro, that's fucking awesome. Alien Pro Basketball. It's like Mutant League football, but on know. the covers, Dennis Rodman for a Men in Black. That's intro. the generic version of the space. Why don't you game. pitch that to the person who made Mutant League football? You've talked to him. Alien Pro Basketball. <laughs> Alien Pro Basketball. <laughs> well, he's in the middle of actually releasing Mutant League football. Finally, well, he's so got a next project. Follow up, Alien Pro yeah. Basketball. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Dude, in like lower gravity, that'd be dope as hell. Alien. I just picture a bunch of xenomorphs with the ball stuck to the dude, end of one of their dude, tiny mouths. NBA Jam with different gravity and aliens with different abilities. And big heads. Big He's head on code. fire, literally. <laughs> like, so the home planet advantage could actually be pretty totally strong <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. Some, for some species. Oh, yes. That'd be great. <laughs> and you, you unlock the classic NBA stars. <laughs> Do you think it would, it would tie in with maybe like another game? Like, you know, because you basketball especially space jam i mean you might need to turn to the jams manager the 1992 brick start title for the wii jams, <laughs> jams manager jams manager like space jam i was gonna say you're just like you're you're uh like you know you're stocking a shelf you're you're a manager no jam. no no i was gonna say you're like a manager yeah for like i want to i want to imagine the jams and jellies jams manager <laughs> yeah um spinal fantasy has had a lot of spinoffs did you say Spinal Fantasy? <laughs> sure. Oh, shit. That's it's Mortal Kombat and Final Fantasy combined. <laughs> spinal Fantasy. This is Spinal Fantasy. Um, <laughs> how about Final Fantasy Driving? <laughs> wait. Wait, no, Drive-In or Driving? Driving. Like, like, like with no theater? G. That was Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, wasn't that 15? Yeah, that was we Final played that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It came. This one came out in 92 and it's for Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, it's Final Fantasy Driving. So it's like final it's fantasy final. driving. It's the final fantasy it's the driving. final installment of yeah. fantasy. So it's just driving. a driving simulator in like fantasy landscapes. <laughs> so this list is amazing. There's actually uh, apparently going to be more to come. Uh, there's going to be like a Twitter setup for for just these when when they're. Man. I hope there's created. a button you can click on that just, auto generates. Yeah, like I want. I like. I wish we had made this and just start making T-shirts of all these different games. It's like posters for these different games. I mean, there oh, are some companies some... that make shirts of random crap. Yeah, like based on things. Yeah, dude, itself. Dank Dragon. That's a fucking yeah. shirt. That is like. 
Yeah. Well, I do. Spinal Fantasy. We got that one. Yeah. And you could just have Scorpion ripping out a spine of any Final Fantasy character. Well, mashup sure. shirts are a little, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, they're little, done. A little played they're out. They're done, yeah. We just like make a cover but art for Soccer Spinal Dragon, Fantasy. the 1987 game Soccer Dragon. <laughs> Soccer Dragon. Once again, game I would probably play at least once. Sounds great. Would you play Jort the Storching? <laughs> yes, because I've not in a short, minute. What system is that? Is this on? a Swedish-made game? Uh, NES in 1991 for NES. Jort de Swarching. <laughs> Jort de Swarching. What is he? What do you do? I would game, play the hell out of that. I what? Think. Okay, I guess I, it's based thing. on the well, title. It's a puzzle game, obviously. How do you spell Swarching? Uh, it's S H O R C H. Wait, wait, wait. That's too complicated. S H O R C H I N G. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you work in a Swedish sweatshop making jorts. <laughs> uh, also, there's been a lot of Tom Clancy games, but who could forget oh, the first? God. 1983's Borrow Legend, Tom Clancy's Ghost Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Clancy's Ghost Heaven! I just picture like a tactical FPS, but in heaven. For the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun game. That would be a fun well, game. Well, he is dead now. Yeah, so. I mean, just... Ooh. Ugh, relevant it's relevant it's tom rele- clancy's ghost heaven that's too just real like, that's almost like fucking i just picture uh that i think i mentioned before that netflix movie spectral where like oh, yeah, yeah, they're shooting that. ghosts with guns and shit like it sounds but like, in heaven yeah but, but <laughs> the, the twist is that heaven's on the earth right here and it's actually like really awful well thanks for ruining it say tom thanks. clancy's ghost heaven You're like oh what's that and it's like it's actually really depressing i played fps in heaven has anyone made that there's been plenty in hell there's been plenty of games like <laughs> just, doom and just, hell just reskin doom yeah. just re-skin there, there should Wolfenstein. be a game not called doom but called like hope but it's just an fps in heaven <laughs> no here's what you're shooting up. angels are shooting yeah. fire yeah. out just of their hands mormons are just coming at you in waves yeah it's all yeah, it's all mormons <laughs> is, they're, the, they're the right ones this is an easy fix folks here's what you do you just you don't you don't reskin any no characters a, oh, like you a don't reskin anything you just make all of the walls and clouds, background clouds in, in and rainbows clouds and rainbows <laughs> you just leave the nazis leave mecca hitler <laughs> they're all in heaven all the german shepherds they're in heaven <laughs> well, you gotta clean up heaven that's the point you gotta get them out <laughs> you're an angel i get it you're yeah. an angel yeah. with a gun Cleaning up heaven yeah. with a shot because only mortal bullets Time can to take kill them these out nazis. Yeah. this sounds, this sounds pretty time. similar to 1988's guns 2 love and kids <laughs> <laughs> love and kids yeah. Yeah, two Boy. things you shouldn't for, hear together for the apple Boy. 2e <laughs> I had an Apple IIe, I think, back in the day. No, I had a, we had an Apple. It was a terrible system for gaming. We had especially an Apple, in retrospect. Um, an Apple 2GS, where you needed the, you know, it didn't have a hard drive. You loaded a black floppy disk, and we had King's Quest One. Mm. And then, man, when we got it, an when we got right. an LC two, shit, we could play Doom One. Give me great. another one, Cap. And then you want another one? Oh man, yeah. okay. Let's do this for hours. Sorry, I almost closed closed. All right, it well, down. let's do one more. So make it good. One more, make it good. Okay. One more. Okay. Okay. Make it good. Galactic Family 3, a tanky crawl. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> These all sound like this. This is a known Windows game from 2009. It's a sequel to Galactic Family 2. I was going to say, if these were in the 90s, these all sound like legit Which crappy a, PC games that came out in the 90s. It's a spinoff of my favorite stock market simulator, Space Futures from 1990. <laughs> that is a brilliant. Okay. Space Futures. That is a real game. Holy shit. That is a, okay, in the 90s, there is actually, and I used to own it, there is a game where you're in space and you have a shuttle and a ship and you actually have to trade stocks. Shut up. There is. I can never. I will never be able to tell you what the name of it is. It was. Are a you big able to short the dilithium crystals? Was yeah, there was no dilithium crystals. Wasn't that like privateer or whatever? Something. But it was like literally 
just a flat screen of your shuttle and like stocks ticking on the side and there was no fun in that game there's there's no other okay, animation there, there was there is a web there was a website called like video game name generator or whatever and this is like going back like a fucking year and i remember doing it on my phone and i was generating random it was just doing random files it wasn't related to this at all it might have been related to that list because that list maybe was posted and you just hit the generate button and just spits out random ones and like i saved words. and i saved two that made me giggle when i first got them uh the first is uh rock and beach bandits Rock and Beach, pretty bandits. good. Pretty and I'm good. like, I want to know what that is. I don't that's, know what that is. That's Point Break, the yeah. the game. That's there you yeah. go, Rock and Beach Bandits. And the other was Luigi's Workout, starring Mickey Mouse. Oh man, that's so good. That's... I'm a Luigi. <laughs> wow. Oh, here's another one of my favorites: Broken Man Simulation. <laughs> broken what? Broken man simulation. <laughs> that's everyday life. Isn't though. that Octodad? That's everyday no, that's, life. That's, yeah, Octodad or Quop. Oh, broken. Quop, yeah, this is broken. Broken man simulation. <laughs> that's an actual broken man. I'm, I thought I thought they meant of spirit, but yeah, physically. Broken, well, yet again, you, broken man simulation. You open the box, another mirror inside. <laughs> <laughs> a, shatter, a shattered mirror. <laughs> so so yeah, to reiterate this uh, this user uh, disexplications, uh, they say I'm working on a Tumblr slash Twitter bot that will automatically generate and post these. So if I generate any further titles, probably fold them into that. So follow their Tumblr and see what happens. Uh, it's worth it. <laughs> Do we have time left to talk about Quake Champions? Because I was wanting to talk to Brandon about it. Oh man. well, sure. We got how? How sure? Why, why, why Sixty not? seconds. Sixty seconds. Go. Okay. So, so I got into the yeah. closed beta for uh, Quake Champions, which is a new th- uh, first-person shooter. Uh, which is sort of a spiritual successor to like, like Quake, Quake 3, 3 Arena. Yeah. yeah, Quake 3 Arena, something like that, except for now it's got all of the things that you hate about modern shooters. Uh, like health regeneration if you hide and cover? Well, I was talking more about like, you know how Team Fortress 2 ruined everything with their hats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, this is a free-to-play, and uh, oh, they, they fund it by... On. In a similar situation to... Uh, you can buy outfits and hats that don't do to shit. To Overwatch, yeah. You can buy uh, chances at opening backpacks instead of loot boxes. Well, Overwatch wasn't God. free to play, though. You actually had to buy the game. Do you have to actually buy this game? No, you don't have to buy the base game. And the reason that you don't have to buy the base game is that you don't get any of the champions unless you actually spend money. You start with a pistol. There's no other weapons. No, you, there's one base champion that you get, but the rest of them are completely locked unless you either pay in-game money for them, which if you pay in-game money, you can rent them for a day. You don't actually wait. You can't. The only way to own them is that. The only way to own it is to get it by chance by buying a backpack. You either have to buy a backpack. I, I'm not sure if they actually even come in the backpacks, but you can buy the in-game currency, the the I don't know the golden currency that's whatever actual yeah. money, uh-huh. and and then purchase the to the champions to have them for like a day. I haven't. Uh, they haven't. Uh, so opened re- up where you can actually purchase the currency yet since it's so in beta. But you rent the champion. There's no way to actually be like, I'm going to buy this character permanently. Yeah, you can with the <laughs> amount of uh, money that it takes to rent a champion uh, with the in-game currency that you can earn by playing the game, uh, it only takes a few matches to probably rent a champion for a day. So it's not that huge. Yeah, but what if wall. you want to buy them and never deal with that but, again? But imagine if you really wanted to play with one of the champions and you have to go play a few matches first before you can play as that champion. I, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. And also another thing that I don't like about it is that the fact that there's champions in the game. I mean... Yeah, what does that like, even mean? They're just regular... Can I play as Phobos? Phobos is a planet or moon. No, uh, there was a guy who looked like Master Chief or the guy from Doom who was called Phobos in, in Quake 3 Arena. He's called Slipgate 
now. That's Champion not... man. Oh, okay. Slipgate Marine. That's, what his, that's what his name is. Yeah, Slipgate Marine. Emo and, and, yeah, he looks like the guy from Quake 1. It used to be called Phobos. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, the, the what differentiates the different champions is they all have an active like ultimate ability, kind of like Overwatch style, okay. where you know after a while it charges up. Yeah, like, it takes like... 30, 30 seconds or 15 seconds or something for it to charge, and then you can throw whatever different thing that your champion has and then they also have like a passive ability which just alters the way that they can get around like one of them has bunny hopping which i don't know if you remember bunny hopping from old games where i remember rocket jumping yeah another one has uh the like reduced self damage so he's better at (laughs) rocket jumping um is the game actually fun though but but the thing about the different champions is they don't have like guns stapled to them like in overwatch so in overwatch you know you, you don't have to worry about ammo and you have to you you've always got the gun that character that, has that, that gun you, that's it yeah. yeah exactly but this is more quake style where you go out and there's just guns laying everywhere around. and you find them there's different loadout guns like you can start with different guns if you want um but they're all but know, everyone's sort of gonna like the find where the gun. bfg is or the rocket launcher and go straight for it i haven't seen a bfg yet but there is quad damage that that spawned in the middle of it but it's probably quad has damage. to do with different different game modes and stuff like that so I, my I favorite just haven't found was quad damage and then you get the bfg and you just shoot it in the middle of the map destroy everyone yo i just want to say uh to any prospective nerdcore musicians uh why has anybody called themselves the quad damage djs yet <laughs> there's quad core isn't it or dual core, okay, dual core. but uh, let's, let me cut to the chase is it st- with despite the payment bullshit is it actually fun to play even with the starting base character um, is it too much like overwatch is it anything like the original quake 3 the the only problem that i had with it is that it seemed like the net code was really crappy well it's so, also closed beta so i mean yeah i was trying to forgive it for being in closed beta but it's really hard to forgive a game when you're just constantly dying after like two seconds of getting hit with somebody's lightning gun where you can follow somebody around with a lightning gun hitting them and it's like eight 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 damage you know just nothing coming off of them and i'm like this is this gun sucks how is this guy like just instantly killing oh, and then me someone with shoots one? you with it and you die right like, yeah what the fuck like is this but i'm pretty sure that it's because the net code's screwed up and or it's quad just like damage. you're just kind of dying they usually or, glow when they have quad damage like blue or something but. yeah but it seemed like there was some genuine like problems that were well since you're in closed beta i feel like it's your obligation to report that bug isn't it uh maybe <laughs> you're gonna make the game good when it comes out maybe i'm I, still gonna play when i'm it comes always out really terrible about doing stuff like that like all right is it fast like how doom is fast again yeah it's pretty it's okay, pretty cool. fast but again with the net code not being good enough uh if you can't tell where somebody is if something's really really fast paced that can kind of detract mm. detract from it well, you you fix the, you're in charge of fixing the so game. So I I'm going to hold off on my final judgment for it, but so far I'm pretty irritated with it. Is there an ETA of when the closed beta is going to end and maybe closed beta. beta ends uh it already ended as of uh this episode's airing. It was so, only for the weekend. So open beta? And maybe? I think they're going to be releasing it soon. All right. So on the fence may, might be horrible. Yes. Not going to be as good as Overwatch, maybe. Definitely. Well, it's sort of different. I mean, cuz it's a lot more fast-paced than Overwatch um it does actually feel more like a quake game when you're playing it but it has all the bad things from overwatch okay yeah. great un- awesome. un- unlocking tiny little garbage what just, an awful sobering note to end the episode on yeah. I, fortunately <laughs> fortunately you got a couple more titles i've <laughs> fortunately i've got a great track for us to close out on this is from a project called hero of time which was a Kickstarter that raised over $50,000. So Eric... uh, Is this about Time Cop? uh, It's about the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. 
Eric Buchholz 1 and 2 arrange and record with a full 64-piece orchestra his own uh, arrangements from that soundtrack. And so he did. He got a hold of the Slovak National Symphony, and uh, they have made a breathtaking rendition of the score to Ocarina of Time. Damn, we got to get them to write the theme for Dank Dragon. <laughs> Here performing the theme from Dank Dragon is the Slovak National Symphony. <laughs> Being followed by uh, the the theme from Macross Army Defenders Ballhouse Two League Alien. Yeah, I think we really just need <laughs> to troll the fans at home and and just play the the full Persona Five battle theme. Na na na. We're gonna play one probably the the last track you would expect me to play from the Ocarina of Time uh, score. Water Temple, Castle <laughs> <laughs> Castle Town uh. Market. Because it is breathtaking. Their rendition of the Castletown Market is incredible. I was going to whistle it, and I was like, I shouldn't do that on radio. Sorry. Well, I mean, you could, but... <laughs> I, I, I love that to, song. That song I, is great. I was going to verbally roll my eyes uh, and say, like, oh, are you going to play Song of Storms? Yeah, it's obvious. I, I mean, it's a good, <laughs> it is a, one of the greatest songs ever made in history Oh, yeah, it's great. It's just everybody covers it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Nerdy Show. We'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.